When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols, and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Seminole Headlines and Headliner questions coming your way momentarily. First, we say thank you to our friend, Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics. Hang in there, Corey. I know how anxious what? you are. It's it's. Oh. <laughs> Uh, got to see Dr. Birch right before I left town, and uh, <laughs> anyhow, we should be good in the next 24 hours, boys. But uh, yep, as always, how Clark do? He did great. Nice. And are they off? Are they? Uh, no, no. We got to She uh, broke it to me gently. This is a, a, a great highlight of care and kindness. She knew that I was anxious, more anxious than my son. Clark has said, "Hey, look, man, the braces look good. They don't bother me anymore. Whatever." But I want them off because I'm tired of paying for them. But that's part of it. You know, that's, <laughs> that's so you're paying a reasonable price, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Braces, braces aren't free. Everybody gets it. We're adults yeah. here. Yeah. So the point is, as long as they work, and they definitely work, uh, his teeth are looking better and better and better. But they were so malformed, you know, at mm-hmm. the beginning, malformed, that I that it's been a lot of work. I feel their hands must be tired working with this kid. All <laughs> the like, tightening and all the wires. It's been nuts. Like blacksmiths. Yeah. They're like Harper, they get ting, carpal tunnel. Ting, <laughs> ting. Flames. Yeah. Sparks flying Clark, everywhere. Clark's just used to it. <laughs> and so I you know, she said, Listen, I would feel better if we just get let's keep them through the summer. You know, he starts high school this upcoming year, so I said, "Listen, what's it matter?" When it's prudent, a, yeah, it's a prudent it's, approach. It's there, the Dr. right Birch. approach, but she explained everything yeah. in detail. Told me why she could see I was a little distraught, but her tender kindness and really thorough explanation worked out. I think the reality is maybe Dr. Birch just wants you to keep coming in through the summer to talk football because she's excited. She wants she to know what you're be. seeing at practice. She should be excited. Well, soon I'll have a lot to talk about when we get you know practice. But uh, BirchOrthodox.com is the website. You should. Go see them if you have anybody in your family with any orthodontic needs or just consultation or just to talk ball. Uh, Dr. Birch, she's she's fine. If you want to talk about Florida State, she'll uh, do that as well. But uh, birchorthodontics.com is the website. And uh, free consultations, payment plans, they do tremendous work. And uh, even Jeff uh, has mm-hmm. good things to say about it. I've got great things to say about it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's get to the questions. Hey, real quick, real quick. Oh. I wanted to give a, a quick shout-out to uh, James Miller. He's a longtime Florida State Seminole Headlines fan. He's probably a Florida State fan, too, but I think he probably identifies more as a Seminole Headlines sure. fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his birthday's on Saturday. He's had a bit, little bit of a rough go, so we just wanted to send him some well wishes. Uh, his birthday's on Saturday. I don't know the number. And I, obviously, we can't celebrate his birthday because we'll be celebrating uh, wedding number two. I do know that number yeah. uh, for me, a wedding number two on Saturday. But happy birthday, James, and thanks for listening all these years. Thanks, James. Thank you, James, very much. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Now we go to the questions. Robert starts with, hello, boys. How badly will the Orioles beat the Braves in the World Series this year? I'm feeling four games to one series victory. I was thinking a sweep. The Orioles. No, the Braves will get one. It'll be a gentleman's sweep. All right. You'll let us win one just so it's not nice. a complete embarrassment. So, yeah, four to one probably. We'll go to – hey, 
if the Orioles are in the World Series higher, because I will have access to tickets because I do have season tickets for the Braves games. Um, obviously, you have to pay for yours, but I will allow you to come to one of the Orioles. I appreciate World that. Series. You know, the only problem is that, like, at the last Orioles-Braves game we went to in that stadium, mm. I felt like – I don't know, man. I felt like I was making you guys uneasy with some of my cheering. I felt like uh, – It was the guy next to you. The guy next oh, to me was Oh, the guy next to, to me was – Yeah, was you were fine. Was he no an Orioles guy? He was yeah, it was just a random one. Orioles fan just right next to me. How happy you were. Oh, I was. But and he, then he was uh, rowdy. mouthy, though. He was a little, little mouthy. mouthy. <laughs> a little mouthy for a regular season baseball and game, was, are we? It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was all well and good until they uh, scored off Bautista at the end. <laughs> yeah. That makes me laugh when people are mouthy at a regular season. Yeah. It's 162 games. And the casual, the Braves fans around us. I mean, it's you know, Corey sits in the big money seats, so these are not rabid fans. Mm-hmm. These are not the people you see at fights at stadiums. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all looking back at him and then look at me because I've got an Orioles cap on too. Yeah, they wear they that cap like of pride. Together. It's one of the better caps. And I was also like his hype man. I was like, uh, I was, I was, I was oh, like his flavor flave. I was. Had you had a beer and then you were egging him on? They might have had a couple. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. Randall writes, he's going to go to Chicago for the first time in August to see Pearl Jam at Wrigley. I did that recently. Not all that recently, uh, Randall. Uh, what are some places or things to do that you would suggest? Field Museum's awesome, Randall. Field I love it. Is- it's really, really cool. The Museum of uh, of Science and Industry, I think it is, is also really, really good. I'm a big museum guy, if you couldn't tell. The artist at the top of-, of that tower to eat some cheesecake, Ooh, right? Love it. We're a big fan Ooh, of love that. Love it. And yeah. uh, the deep dish pizza, I love it. Corey's not, I don't think, a huge fan. It's, I mean, it's it's a lasagna, and it it's takes so an hour. It does take a long time. It, 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 it takes a, a little different. Time. Is it Giordano's? Is that the, yeah. the main? Yeah, uh, Giordano's, I think. The Art Institute of Chicago is really, really yes. cool. I would go by Union Station. If you want, like, history, you can go, you know. The Bean. Do the River Walk. Yes, yeah, see the Bean, right? Do the Loop. I mean, there's so many oh, things. Oh, no, do the, uh, do the architecture yeah. tour. Yes, cruise. yes. That, oh, they, that was the highlight. We went last summer. That was probably the highlight of our trip is that boat tour the architecture tour through the city. You can the do the, that was really cool. The standard Chicago river walk. Everybody does yeah. that. You can, you can do all that. Um, it's a great town. It is. And there's a ton of landmarks and, and it's cool. It's weird that he asked us. We're not, I mean, the, uh, I think collectively we've probably been to Chicago seven times between us. What's the, uh, what's the, um, the place where the, uh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Uh, oh yeah. 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 The, yeah. the, 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 the restaurant goat, that's the based goat, on uh, two goats would, or yeah, something. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Why, what you, if you hadn't asked, I would have just told you. Anyhow, somebody it, in the chat will tell us. Yes, they will. Uh, actually, Corey, I've been to uh, Chicago probably more than any American big city. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Real quick. So Craig B in the chat says, I live in Chicago. Giordani's is it's a tourist, a tourist shop. Yeah, yeah, we get it. And I get, and I'm no, no offense to you, Craig. Yeah. But this is like when we, when we go, we are tourists. You live in Chicago. Yeah. The Billy Goat Tavern is what he's Billy Goat. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And Will Shep uh, shared yeah. it with us. Oh yeah. Goat that's, that's Craig the, uh, what's the one that has the, the big bar right next to Wrigley that has like the bad. Cubby Bear is uh, across from yeah, that's Wrigley. Cool Cubby place. Bear is fun. Well, there's a bunch of bars right there. That are what's the fun. famous place in Dublin? The, the bar, the, uh, St. James Gate. You're talking no, about no, no, no. The, the. Shoot, there's another bar. There. Everybody says you have to get your Guinness there. Uh, Temple Bar, something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, Temple Bar. But that's not. You talking about Dublin, Ireland? Yeah, yeah. But there's it's no, a, it's and again, it's a tourist spot. Right. But like, it's one of those things. So you just got or St. James Gate. Like yeah. you just gotta go. Don't go. So to I Temple got bar, you, Craig. <laughs> in, in, I'm sure in, in Dublin. I'm sure there's better food, <laughs> um, but I just think uh, you know. So we, we like the tourist stuff. Uh, Chicago's the point would be Chicago has a boatload of things to do. We just named a bunch of them for you, so you can you can have a lot of fun. Hey, go go by Wrigley first of all. Besides, before the concert, like go see all 
that whole Wrigleyville is fun in and of yeah. itself. And I so. assume a lot of our listeners, or at least some of them, will be going to uh, um, Chicago for the Notre Dame game coming they, up yep, I later assume this so. year. Yeah. And uh, I think, Ira, did he just say you went to the observation deck, the, the famed Chicago observation deck? It's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's, so there's yeah. – goodness. Randall, you could not watched, have asked. I think I watched him and Tim eat a share of slice of cheesecake together. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, and, and Craig B is giving good answers in here for some of the more local and better uh, pizza options there. Uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, Marlon writes. They got a Sparrow? They have a Sparrow in Chicago? <laughs> or is that just strictly New York? I don't know if it made it to Chicago. Man, I used to take the bus to Tyrone Square Mall, and I couldn't wait to get the Sparrow, buddy. I thought, oh, we're living <laughs> Man, large was, now. I was doing some things. One living high on the hog. Yeah, dude. I'd ask my mom for $3. Get a slice. It was a big deal. Good day, gents, writes Marlins. Big picture question with college football playoff move to about 16 games to win it all. Will we see teams reverting to playing games. two QBs? Nothing like Spurrier, but maybe more like Bowden giving your back of a series or knowing it's a long season. It's going to be a journey. You may need somebody. Love the show. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's good. I don't be. think you'll see that, but I think you could see a scenario where you sit out some guys yeah. against Florida. You're playing Florida, and you've already made the playoff. You're guaranteed a spot. Yeah, there's a downside to all this, Corey. You're hitting on it. And I think it's important to understand that when you watch the NFL, there are games your team quite literally decides to lose. And it sounds strange to say that, but it's true. Because, obviously, you can have eight losses and still make the playoffs in the NFL. And, you know, if you're healthy just as you start the playoffs, you got a chance. But there will be decisions made by coaches where they've got guys that are stars, quarterback, wide receiver, running back, maybe all at the same time, that are banged up. It's week nine. Uh, you're in a good spot. You're seven and two or whatever, you know. And he'll make a decision, we're going to sit these guys. I'm sitting these three guys. And you've all but given up the chance of winning that game because you're playing for the long term. Get ready to watch college football coaches have to make similar decisions because you can have yeah. three losses and make the playoff if you're in the SEC and Big Ten. And you can quite literally just say, you know what? It's not going to be our week this week against Auburn. I got three guys that I need long-term for this team to win anything. I'm sitting them. It really hit me looking at Norvell's contract, which was finally released yesterday, where his bonus is if he makes the playoff, it's one bonus. If he makes a quarterfinal game, it's another bonus. If he makes a semifinal game, it's, a, it's like you got to play four freaking games, and, and, and that's on top of a conference championship game. Like there's those conference championship games are definitely going away. They're gone. There's, they got to be done. There's no way they they're continuing done. those. You do. You absolutely have to. Like it's going to be weird watching coaches just decide. Well, if we win today, it's a miracle because right. I'm sitting my four best players. Or so yeah, do the do the math. So let's say Georgia's twelve and zero next year, and they're in the SEC championship. Yeah, they're game. going They've to the playoff regardless, the and they're playoff. hosting. Yes, they're doing. Yeah. And they're going to play Alabama. So I guess their thinking is we want to get a bye instead of be one of the middle four teams where we have to host a first round game. We get a bye. But if they're number one in the country and they lose the SEC championship, they're going to get a bye. They're going to be one of the top four teams anyway. They'll get a bye. And you might get Kirby might say, I, I'm not play, I'm resting some starters. This game map means absolutely nothing. And I don't want to risk winning a national championship for a conference championship. That's just going to become more and more devalued and meaningless as we move on in the sport. That's, 100% that's the reality correct. of what we've got here, which I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's the NFL light, but it is the reality is that it, you'll see Kirby rest guys against Georgia tech Norvell. If they're 12 and 0 or 11 and 0 might rest players against Florida. Because that game really doesn't matter. It's winning the ACC championship that gets you that automatic berth. Florida doesn't mean anything. You might rest them against Florida and then, you know, get all your ducks in a row to play whoever, North Carolina. I like this question coming up, by the way. Uh, Dylan writes, what would you all project the Knowles record to be 
if FSU played Florida's schedule next year. You want to pull that up, boys? Here we go. We have to go through it. Let's go through it. It's fun to do. Better than Florida's going to do. You know why I like doing this? Because I start to chuckle as I go through all of it. It is (laughs) the It's the the back half. It's It's, the back half that's really special. Well, the last five are certainly hurtful, but there are plenty of uh, hurtful games (laughs) along the way. uh, Here you go. I got it right here. some obstacles. Okay, so. Open with Miami. They should be all right in the orange and blue game. That's on uh, April the 13th, everybody. Okay, August 31st, they play Miami. Better win it because it's at Ben Hill Griffin. So you better win it. Miami at home, I think Florida State would win that. I think yeah, so, too. I, I forget too. the exercise. I was about to yeah. have fun at Florida's expense. Sorry. We've, we've done that before. We'll do, and we'll do it, it again. again. I was going to do it again. We will do yeah, it yeah, again. Yeah. Florida State would beat Samford on yeah. September the 7th. 2-0. and oh. Texas A&M. In Tallahassee, because it's in Ben Hill. 3-0. and 3-0. 3-0. Mississippi State on the road in Starkville. 4-0. Florida State yeah. would be 4-0. Florida, no. that, that's a night game no. with the cowbells? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not giving it to them, guys. Uh, UCF in Tally. 5-0. Beat that ass. No mercy, by the way. I'd run it up. Uh, at Tennessee uh, in Knoxville. Do they have a quarterback? They got it. Yeah, they got the yeah, five-star super duper kid yeah, that the played kid. a little bit yeah. last year. Tough game. Coin toss. Well, kind of. Might be. I would say at this point we could re- whether they lost at Tennessee or lost at home to Miami. They, none of those games other than Sanford are gimmies. So we could say I think uh, realistically that Florida State's probably five and one with that schedule. I'll go five six and one. Games. Halfway through the yeah. year, five okay. And one. Whether it was Tennessee or all, you know, at Mississippi else. State or Sanford. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky in Tallahassee is what it would be. Come and get six, some, Stoops. Six and one. Come and get Aspie. some, six and one. Then we would have to – well, I don't know how you call this one. Would this be an Orlando game against Georgia instead of Jacksonville? <laughs> like, how would we play this? I mean, what, what would we do? Uh, Neutral site game I'm, over. I'm probably going to go six and two no matter where it's played. Six and two yeah. on that one. No matter six where it's played. That's a loss. You could play them anywhere. Uh, <laughs> play them on the moon. Uh, unless you unless you could time travel and play them in, like, 1999. <laughs> 2013, I think we would have beat Georgia. Right, yeah, yeah, come on now. Uh, at Texas. Yeah, that's a toss-up. People are awfully high on Texas. They're a very good team. I'm not I'm not saying that's an automatic yeah. loss. It's a good I'm not saying it's an automatic toss. loss. Yeah, coin it's a coin toss. toss. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we're going we're gonna to say 7-2, and two, but we're going to have it in the back of our mind. We get to another Could coin be. toss when we have to yeah. Yeah. go the other By way. By the way, good news, because we already know the answer to this. It's sheer ownership at this point, both historically and recently. Florida State – Hosting LSU. Bend over, yeah. LSU. Come Could take your hoping again. again. Tired you of beating Jaden. You just, don't have Jaden to even keep it close. He couldn't even keep it close last year. I'm tired of beating LSU. Get, keep him away from us. Also ran bums. Eight not even much of a challenge. Ole Miss in Tallahassee. Come yeah, get you they're some. They're going to be good. A great, good, great is, game. Is this another coin toss? Though? Do we have to give up one of these coin tosses? Or is this not a coin toss? We'll see. Late Ole Miss will be interesting. He's got transfers from all over. I'm not sure. Twelfth year quarterback. Florida State's got a twelfth year quarterback. They're they always are, bad on defense. They are bad on always. defense. And then we were, and your defense will be better than their defense. Their offense will be very good. Yeah. He's a very good coach on offense. And you then, sold me nine and two. Okay, and then we'd be at Florida if we were doing it that right. way at the end of the year, which that's a win for Florida right. State. So I'm going to say nine and three. Nine and three or ten and two. Nine and three or ten and two. Across Florida. And Florida. Do? Six and six. Let's five, do four let's, and eight. let's do Florida. Let's just, <laughs> just while we, you can't no, do this we enough. We have other questions. We have other. We, we, 
can rest assured they're going to have a tough time with that. All right. If you won't give me the pleasure of doing that, at least allow me to do this. The last five games for Florida, (laughs) (laughs) Georgia at Texas, LSU, Ole Miss at Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> at Florida State. Yeah, so if they go, Whoa. if they go two and three in that stretch, how, that's how, really impressive. How many of those games does Napier coach in? All of them, because they won't fire him midseason. He'll just no, be they a will. dead man They'll walking. Fly, they, Florida does that with regularity. They'll I don't think they fire him before the, the Florida point? State game. What's the point? Well, I mean, maybe they at the end, the bounce. yeah, at the very end. But they always do it. Yeah. So I would say they would fire him with two games remaining. What is he the got? Last two? So out of fun, oh, the last two are Ole Miss and Florida State. Yes, yeah, so it'll be an interim against Ole Miss. As a couple of people did point out, I love that Florida is very confident because they post on their schedule for next year SEC championship game December the seventh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey man, it could happen. I will ask you this question: Given that schedule and it's insane, what would Billy Napier have to go to keep his job? Six I, and six? Four. Would he keep his if job at six goes, and six? Eight and four for sure. If he goes seven and five, he's got a I think he keeps his job at seven and five. I'd actually be like, way to go, Billy. A, aren't they in a rush to get rid of like, – I feel like yeah. after three years – Yeah, they're not a fan. Even though we all know the schedule, he is not beloved there. They do not like what he's done with that program and the recruiting and the NIL and everything else. So I feel like he would have to go way above expectations to keep his job because I think they're itching to fire him. Maybe, but Probably if you go eight and four with that schedule, sweet Jesus, that's yeah. that's brutal. He's getting that that's extension. a great. You should be the coach of the year. Yeah, You'll you, probably be in the playoffs you, <laughs> if you go eight and four with that schedule. <laughs> yeah. Seminole headlines, ninety-three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminole headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Michael writes, which surprise do you see happening in a few months? A, our baseball team making it to the finals of the World Series and agonizingly losing another one. Oh, man, Michael, that is, I mean, goodness gracious. Uh, if we get to the College World Series, I'll take whatever yeah, at that point. Um, B, our basketball team fulfilling the dreams of Tom Lang and making that one magical run in Charlotte. No, it ain't going to happen, guys. We're not winning the ACC tournament. C, our softball team shocking everyone and winning the entire thing when so many counted them out weeks ago. Uh, he's, you know, the pitching hasn't been very good, but I, I suppose that could come around. Uh, D, out of nowhere, FSU is officially out of the ACC and heading to either the Big Ten or the SEC. Well, it wouldn't be out of nowhere, Michael, but which is most likely to happen in the next several months is what he asks. Hmm. Softball. Yeah, I think softball gets the pitching figured out and has uh-huh. an opportunity. But winning it all, Corey, was the caveat here. Not making it, but winning it all. Yeah, yeah but- it's- I still think you got a better shot at that than Florida State's baseball team being in the College World Series finals. I actually, and I actually think I'd put basketball team. I'd put basketball winning the ACC before I put baseball getting into the College World Series finals. Yeah, I think, ba- but I think you'd put softball over both of them. Probably, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the whole Big Ten SEC thing. I think Florida State. You know, the date you have to worry about it again is August fifteenth. That's the day they have to declare to be able to play in a different conference by twenty twenty five. And I would think that's going to happen. Me too. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be in the next four months. You know. Chad writes, afternoon, gentlemen. Here's to the last seminal headlines with Corey as a single man. Sorry, right. ladies. Yep. Well, hey, you got what do you got, ladies? You got like three days. <laughs> Slide up in them DMs. Let me let me let me suggest that uh, Stephanie does not view Corey as a single man. Exactly yeah. right. Somebody yeah. else, I think Aslan told me that. I'm like, I don't think Stephanie can say I was going to say, I don't, I don't think you're single. Like, I don't know any dude I'm who's unwed. on the cusp of getting married that's like, man, I can't wait to sex it up with seven or eight <laughs> chicks before this thing goes down. Like, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. 
but that said, um, when are you going to give us the uh, who's who's throwing the bachelor party? I haven't heard a word about this. Don't have one. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you guys want to scramble up something quick, I was just uh, in Vegas. You could have met yeah. me out there. We could have done it up. Well, uh, you weren't going to drive with me. I was not going to drive. You we were going to have to fly. We're going to Valdosta again. <laughs> I will tell you the flight. The flight back last night uh, was a little rough. It's first time Uh-oh. in a long time on a flight that I've been nervous. Really? It was not cool. They had forty Sustained. mile power winds out of Vegas and mm. in the mountains there. Mm. And as we were coming out, the plane did the dip thing and then the turn. I was like, oh no no. I'm yeah. normally solid. I try to take the cue and look at the the, the stewardesses yeah, and yeah. see yeah, see flight attendants. Oh, we call sorry, them. And the stewardesses were uh, sorry. The flight attendants were throwing up. The uh, waitresses <laughs> in the sky were nervous, and I you know I was I too got a little bit nervous. It was it was unsettling. Uh, anyhow, that said, let's keep it going. What would you? You're allowed to call them stewardesses, right? If you call the male flight attendants stewards, I I, I don't know. Do whatever you want. I feel like that's sexist if you just call them stewardesses and then the the dudes are stewards. You should get back to us and let us know how you uh, describe them in sign language. Or or take a flight and find out. Figure it out at some point, man. (laughs) Get on a plane. Good Lord. Uh, When FSU, this is from Austin, leaves the ACC, can Seminole Headlines produce an audio documentary? Jeff will be the narrator in the voice of Mike Hogwood. Rest in peace. Ira could be John (laughs) Skipper. Ooh. I don't think you want to be John Skipper, do you? Corey would, of course, be Chad, is what Austin writes. <laughs> oh, Chad. <laughs> I was like, who's Chad? That's right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to play Skipper or Swaff. Old Chad Swaffer. Chad's dad. Uh, that would be <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a fun role to fight over. Uh, are you expecting any major? This is from Jerry. I like that we have a Jerry. Yes. Uh, are you expecting any major developments in the March 22nd hearing in Mecklenburg County? When will the Leon County court schedule be announced? Thanks. Go Knowles. You, you Man, you're going to have to find a different show. I mean, I just, this lawsuit thing, like I'm, when uh, something yeah. big happens, I'm yeah, all for it. Yeah, 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 but yeah. The, the day-to-day stuff, I mean, I know we should care more, but man, I'm not, I just can't. I mean, I just can't. Right. So, uh, I don't know exactly what's going to happen on that day. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it's some when something happens, we'll know uh, and we'll let you guys know. But in, you know, in terms of like predicting what's going to happen, is the are the you know judges going to yeah. are they going to do this court or that court? Are they going to be are they going to side with ceiling? Or are they not going to see? I've I mean, I'm not a. I'm going to make a prediction that we're going to be waiting for a lot longer. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be frustrating. You're going to be upset. Okay. Not that not I'm not saying that we're not going to get our wishes as Florida State people. I'm just saying that like. This thing churns slowly, like right. in, in the way of significant headlines. I don't think anything big is happening anytime soon. Uh, Bob wants to know who looks better in a toupee, Jeff or Corey. Corey, you wear the toupee uh, from time to time? I don't. I would, though. Um, I wore one for the opening of the 2020 football season. I wore a wig to the Georgia Tech game, um, and I thought I looked great. Mm-hmm. I should try to find that photo. I could, sh- I could prove it. But I think I would look – I think you'd look weird with hair. I know you had great hair when you were a kid. Wasn't a kid. I was a grown-ass man all the way to my 30s. I had good hair, but then it just went south in a hurry. Yes. And now I just know you as that guy. Right. And I feel like – so if you wore your hair from back when you were in high school, it would look look crazy. Silly. But I think if I had my hair from high school, people would be like, wow, look at that guy. (laughs) (laughs) That was convenient. Yeah. 
I would look yeah. ridiculous, yeah. but he'd look great. Yeah. Yeah, I, look I great. see. I see how it works. Yeah. Uh, dear Corey, now that we have our own Roydell Williams, this is from Chris. Will he go under the moniker of Roll It Out There Roy? Well, Chris, mm. you, you've directed this question the wrong way. This right. would be to me, uh, since I gave Roy Williams the Roll It Out There Roy moniker. Or will he get a rebrand? Now that could be you, Corey, if you want to rebrand. Uh, if, if you, uh, we're not going to call. Roy Dell Williams rolled out, out there. The Roy Dell. Yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to call him anything. He, that uh, dude's enormous. He, now, Chris did say, run it out there, Roy, would be a good one. Uh, but I no. When do you start working on your nicknames, Corey? In spring football? Like, you're going to start your, your backfield nicknames or your, like, the Flock you of Seagulls? You know what's disappointing about that, Ira? And I thought about this uh, recently, is that I make fun of, like, back in the day, Major leaguers had nicknames that had nothing to do with their names. Mm-hmm. You had like, uh, yeah, just oil, the splendid oil can splitter, boy. oil yeah. can boy, yeah. oil can boyd, and the splendid splitter, and yeah. blah, the say hey kid. And now it's all just AG twenty three because he's number twenty three <laughs> and his name's Alex Gonzalez or something. Like they're just awful. We nicknames. lost the creativity. Yeah, we have, and so I hate that. But then all my nicknames are plays on their names, mm. so I'm a hypocrite. And I don't like that. To answer your question, I'll go through the <laughs> roster once the night before spring practice, and right. I'll start getting see if some you come up with something. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. Not everybody needs a nickname either. I've always been a firm mm. believer that some guys just scream, "Get a nickname for me." Others, you're like, "Oh, he doesn't need a nickname. He's who he is." What would you have called Trey Benson? Trey Bien? The players call <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I did call. I think, I did I think call you did call Trey Benson. Yeah, yeah. It's a name. It's a playoff. His yeah. name. Yeah. They call him Brick. That's what the players and coaches. Call that's a good one. Now, that's a great. That's name. a great name, and that's he, what yeah. I'm talking about. We got to get back but to that. Cam, Cam Davis could be brick too. Yeah. Brick squared. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> brick Junior. That's a monster. I'm trying to think who's the player that has the that is screaming out for a nickname on this team. Besides the fact that we don't like saying DJ's full name all the time. How about Pat? Well, we have one. Old Batted Balls. Old Batted Balls Payton. Payton. Old Batted Balls Payton Payton is the best there is. (laughs) And we did get asked a question here in the chat, uh, or not in the chat, on Twitter. It was, uh, does he have a chance to be a first-round draft pick? He looks like he's gotten bigger. That's from Fear the Spear. There was a picture, one of the pictures FSU put out from their tour duty, like where he looked thicker in the lower body. Um, So, yeah, man, maybe he's put on some weight. I mean – Talented kid. He's I, really talented. I, yeah, I don't know that, that would I would say it right though. now. How many but defensive yeah. ends go in the first round? Like four? Like he's, So yeah. he's going to be one of the four best defensive ends in the country? That seems like a lot to ask. I mean, I think he could be all ACC. He's certainly an NFL draft pick. First rounder, though, seems. If he takes a jump, cool. yeah, I mean, he could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. That's not, I wouldn't predict it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'd, yeah, I wouldn't predict a first-round draft pick, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he did inch his way in. Right. He's a really talented player, and all he is missing is a little bit of size. He's got the speed. He plays. If he stops the run, if he sets the but then edge. That, goal, but then you get in the question of is he yeah. explosive if he does put yeah. on that size. That's what I, I Also, that man will bat some balls now. Old batted balls. Old oh, batted balls. He is a ball-batting fool. That guy. Don't want to be around him. Some of the headlines, <laughs> 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Ted says, gentlemen, first off, congratulations, Corey. Guys, what are your thoughts on the buyout details for Coach Norvell, and do you believe we will begin conference play 2025 in the SEC or the Big Ten? Where do we want to start? Start with the 
Norvell stuff. So, yeah, so the contract details came out yesterday. Uh, Norvell, if, if he leaves Florida State in the next year uh, to take another job, if he has second thoughts and decides he wants to leave Florida State, he he or his new school would have to pay Florida State $6 million, which isn't nothing. Yeah, but not, not, a lot. Lot. not a lot. And then it goes down from there. Like in a year or two, it's basically down to $4 million. Then it goes down to $3 million. So that's one of the things a lot of people wanted was if Florida State would, would come up with a way to get a higher buyout if Norvell wanted to leave. But honestly, man, it's just not. And Florida State tried. I mean, I'll tell you this. I, and I I was aware of this number three or four weeks ago because it was the first question I had. And, yeah, they wanted it to be higher. I think that there was a push from people at Florida State to get it to double digits. Should have been um, around $20 million. <laughs> Not $20 million, But yeah. they wanted it into double digits of millions. And uh, basically, Jimmy Sexton's like, no, we're not going to sign that. And so what do you do at that point? There's yeah, only so much you can do. It sucks because it's way too low, but this is what happens with all these schools. They all get raped. The only, the They're only all school- done. They're all just dumb. Like, so well, you say it's Norvell dumb. What can fired- you do? What can you do? But, no, if Norvell got fired tomorrow, Ira, what does Florida State owe him? I don't like 80, 80, probably 80 85% million or something, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So it's like $80 million. Yeah. But if he or leaves, 70-ish. he owes them six. Yeah, I, I'm not a disagreeing that it's unequ- unequal or I'm not, not saying equitable, Florida State is but what dumb. can I'm you do? I'm saying they're, they're all dumb. They're all they, getting they abused. Let, they, they all let, do. It's embarrassing. They all got played 20 years ago, and now they continue to just, I, I, in perpetuity, they're going to get the, bent over by the, these contracts. The problem, is, the problem is there's such a finite pool of coaches that Correct. you believe can win you a national championship, and if you have one – you can't let them leave. Everybody else is a risk. And then now if your program, there's so much dependent on success in football, and especially in a situation like Florida State could not have had less leverage in any situation than they did in this one because he was sitting there possibly having the Alabama job, and you're coming off of what you just came off of, the snub, the transfer portal, all that nonsense. You couldn't play hardball in that situation. I don't know if you ever can anymore, but you certainly couldn't have then. Well, and I certainly don't – like I know one of the – like the last two years, the buyout is zero, but that matters not at all because if he's still here be, in twenty thirty, yeah. he'll be yeah, under a new yeah, contract yeah, yeah, with yeah, new yeah. stipulation. So that the stuff nine or ten years from now doesn't matter. Two years from now, two million dollars is weak. That's just weak. Well, but it's I not going to be two. It'll be four. I get it. Four then three, then it'll be the two. Uh, yeah, it's not ideal. It's not ideal, but I understand. Uh, the leverage is all with the agent and the coach. I do think that schools have got to be better. Some have been. There are cases where you see buyouts that are much greater than six. The only thing that's anywhere near like what people want is Oregon. Oregon's. And I don't know what – I'd love to know what Phil Knight is giving in exchange for. I don't know if he's giving stock. He is. Is that he is giving a, stock at Nike? He gives yeah. stock and he loses it right. all if he leaves. Right. There's that. What, can it, they give Norvell Bitcoin? <laughs> Just pay him, in, pay him in some Bitcoin or GameStop. Get him some GameStop stock. And, and you know, look, it, it won't be nearly as big a deal. I get Florida State had to do it now if they are in the Big Ten or the SEC two years from yeah, now. Yeah, you don't. And they are getting an extra $35 million a year just from TV revenue. They will be able to maybe play more hardball with a yes, coach. Yes, because it would be a desirous job. Absolutely. Out. And you'd get good candy. And all, that's the other thing it's about this. Unless you're Nick, spot. I was going to say, unless but you're Nick also, Saban, there are no guarantees yeah. with these coaches either. No, I agree. But the, the the other thing I would say, though, is from a coach's standpoint, and a lot of people will say, well, why, where's the loyalty? Why isn't he going to be loyal or whatever? Well, the reality is yeah. he does, this situation in Florida State right now for Mike Norvell is fantastic, right? And he's aligned, the president, the AD, that they talk about alignment all the time. It's all perfect. Well, 
in two or three years from now, it could be a different president, could be a different AD, could be a different board of trustees, and now he'd be stuck into some contract with a $10, $15 million buyout. I understand his perspective too is all I'm saying. Like it's not just because, hey, he wants to leave, but the circumstances may change, and he wants to have the ability to if, if, if that's the situation at the time. Jason writes, what's up, guys? Let's say FSU had to pay $250 million to leave the conference. Is it the same for other schools? If others leave too afterwards, do they pay anything um, close to that? Yeah, nothing would change. Um, basically, it would be the same thing for anybody. Whatever the amount ends up being will be the amount for any school that wants to leave. It would be the uh, it'd be the golden number because at that point, those that want out would know exactly what it takes, and that would be the end of this conference. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it's a manageable number and if they know they've got a place to go after that. What was the, the other person had a question about the conference stuff? Oh, do we think they'll be in a different conference, uh, I think, in 2025? And I think we do think that, but I I wouldn't bet my life on it. I think there's a strong likelihood it will be. It's happened really quickly that things have moved further along, right. I think, in the big picture of college football to lead us to believe that it's probably happening sooner rather than later. Yeah, and a big I think a big part of it is just the way – the rhetoric is ramped up to such a high level where I do get the sense from people in the ACC that they're kind of ready for Florida State to leave too. Um, so, <laughs> Good. you know, we'll see how it plays it out. It goes both just ways, everybody. Yeah, yeah, but just keep Clemson. Let Clemson stay in there until the conference is just them and Wake Forest. Charles wants to know what we think of the baseball team. Charles, we answered that in the first hour, but not to be rude, we both, uh, all three of us think that they're appreciably better than they were a year ago is a, a good descriptor, I think. And we're waiting to see how that bullpen works out. I think some of the young arms have a chance to really help them there. We'll see. Uh, I, I think their starting pitching is a lot better, and I think they, they've really lengthened the lineup. So they can, they're going to hit for power, too. Yeah, and like Corey said, the approach is better. You don't see them swinging out of their shoes. No. They're, they're making contact. They're, they're advancing runners. They're doing things you see out of a good baseball team. Also, I, you know, I could not talk enough about them even a year ago. But there was no reason to talk about the team. But I, Tibbs is a professional hitter. He's just—it's. I'm not talking about the grand slams. Just his the way he is so still. Yeah. He's perfect through the ball. It's just fun to watch that kid. He still hit. hasn't struck out. He hasn't struck out yet. He's six games. I don't know what he's going to play in the majors because he's a bat right now and not I mean, much else. He doesn't swing at bad pitches. He's, he's just, yeah. He'll yeah, very good. be a DH in the American League. Atlanta oh, no, that's kid. Everybody's a DH Atlanta now. Kid. I forgot. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Most people assume Thomas will be tight end number two. But what experience tight end makes the best push in the spring? That's from Norvell era. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, really, maybe um, – I thought, I thought what's his name, Jackson West. Was it Jackson West? Yeah, Jackson um, West, yep. He seemed to – the second half of last season, he was finally healthy, and he, he was played. on the field a lot. He was on the field, yeah. He was on the field a lot, which was nice to see because I thought he was a lost yeah. cause, and I was wrong. Yeah, he, if he stays healthy, I think he probably is – Drell Powers now has been in the system now three years. This will be the third year. Uh, you know, really need to see a step see, forward. See something from him. Got to see if he if he doesn't emerge in the spring as a possibility as being a, a two or a three at tight end. I think I think he's probably got to take it on down the road. And then Brian Courtney switched positions, but they went back to tight end. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, he can catch he can catch it if he's open. I don't know if he can do yeah. all the blocking and all that. Blocking was the the yeah. right thing to point out there. We'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. Simple headlines, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Sean wants to know if there was any thoughts on our part, meaning the three of us, reaching out to Clemson's War Chant and finding what is going on over there. Figured they would be involved in this lawsuit somehow. 
Well, Corey's very mad about it. He'd be leading the charge. Have yes. you called over there, Corey? I haven't. Dude, nobody has another war chant, though. It's hard to even uh, equate that to. There's no other school in the in the no in the world has anything the equivalent of war chant. We are right? the number one rated site on on they, three, so it's, yeah, yeah, they do have sites though. Um, yeah, it's worth uh, asking. We could try to. Well, you know what, Sean? Is that elite headliner, Sean? That is, yeah. Uh, Sean, we'll, uh, I will do some research and uh, get back. The problem is, the, and I don't want to be At least smir- you got to get their sense uh, of yeah, what's going on. Try to find a good guy over there. I don't want to be smirching anybody else. There, there's no similar You haven't been real impressed no. by <laughs> the media <laughs> corps. There's, there's nobody. A lot of them wear orange. <laughs> you knew where I was yeah. going. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an, a, a different Sean asks, how bad would the legal battle have to get for FSU to not even consider joining the SEC and just and signing with ESPN? Um, not going with ESPN and the SEC. I, I don't really think that that's applicable here. Like to where that way they wouldn't even consider it? They would be so mad at ESPN, or, oh, or ESPN uh, would man. be so mad at Florida State, uh, no, they'd say, no, I don't, I don't take it. I don't yeah, think this is I think at the applicable. end of the day, it's business, it's business. But. Yeah, it, and that's the funny thing, because everybody gets emotional, we all do, and that's one of the reasons that you have lawyers and agents and everything else, because that 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 doesn't play a factor. Like how mad you are at ESPN right. because of Kirk Herbstreit or anything else doesn't. It's yeah. not gonna matter. No, I think that ESPN is coming back at him a little bit in the lawsuit, I, saying that they don't want to. Like they're, they're battling business. a little bit in the lawsuit. But I mean, yeah, Fleetwood Mac got back together for like money. Sixteen and no times. No man has had more riffs than yeah. that group, and they got back together for money. So money makes everybody. Uh, I don't know the saying. There's got to be a saying. Did Destiny's Child ever Straight- get back together? <laughs> Did who? Destiny's Child. <laughs> Familiar with them? America them? Yearns. Yeah, I think I think one of the lead singers got a little you bit heard, bigger than heard, all the other heard her. Yeah. Kind of went on her own. You think yeah. the other two were like, think she's going to give us a call? <laughs> <laughs> when, we're when's here. The, when's the reunion? I mean, I've been ready. Uh, Christopher writes, if Corey, if you could pick one person to give you a toast at your wedding, who would it be, Shanna or Fitzmagic? <laughs> you got to read these questions first, Jeff. I like that one, though. <laughs> Uh, Shanna, for sure, Shanna. I almost thought about inviting her. I even asked if she wanted Kim to come. Asked, Kim asked me this weekend if you were if Shanna was uh, going to be there. Which says a lot about our relationship, right? Yeah, that sure. She, that people might think, hey, I wonder if he's going to invite his but ex-wife to his next wedding. No. Uh, but no, we both agreed that would be a little too much. She didn't invite you to uh, hers? I don't think so. Uh, I told her hell no. I I, I I wanted to burn the hotel down that they got married at. Uh, no, no. She, I don't think she invited me, but I was like, you know, we are friends, and there are a lot of our friends. Going. Nobody nobody would have been surprised if Shanna was there. Shannon and Ryan yeah, were there. Yeah, no, nobody would be upset. But it would be weird. It, she it, Definitely, she it, people would be surprised if Ryan Fitzgerald was there. <laughs> right? but I, think Just deep down, the I think deep down, his he was hurt by your criticism, and, and clearly uh, he values your opinion. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you could break down the walls between you by inviting him to yeah, your wedding. Real, real quick. For him to give the best man speech. <laughs> Z-Chan has a, has a chat, uh, a, a gift a, for, a wholesome, uh, for yeah. Corey. Somebody inside the program told me they were most excited about seeing Roydell Williams this fall. According to them, he's got the most upside. What say you? Thanks, Z-Chan, a lot. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, listen, I, I think just surface level evaluation here, all right? There's a running back that out of high school was recruited by Alabama. Have you seen the laundry list of Alabama running backs in the last 15 years? I got one, by the way. How about this one? Roydell with cheese. Ah, That's not bad. It's not terrible. It's a 30-year-old movie. Yeah, it's a great movie, but it doesn't 
necessarily <laughs> describe the talent. It makes me laugh, though. Yeah, it does make me smile, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, real quick, Kayvon uh, says, Destiny's Child, Delilah. What's next, Ira? Where oh, does yeah. it end? Where does it all end? Look, I'm not here for the Delilah slander. You guys can say what you want. Listen to a little Delilah. It'll make your... Your evening's better. That's not terrible, Speak. Corey. Is right. By the way, Nick, good job uh, when we were trying to hunt down insightful opinions from the folks at Clemson. We could ask Tyler from Spartanburg. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Tyler's my hero. That was the yeah. best. He yeah. knew, you know. Whether Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> that was all time good. Uh, do we have any more boys? I think we're pretty close to done. Uh, a lot of people want us to react to Cam Newton just ragdolling those three bums that tried to run oh, at him. Man. What? How stupid do you have to be to run at Cam Newton? Sweet Jesus, that dude is a monster. People don't realize how big certain people are. How like, big Cam Newton is right, specifically. Right. I was down on the field, one of the Bucks carolina Panthers games. Mm-hmm. This is six years ago, whatever it was. And I'll never forget him walking past and go, me going, Holy gee, I felt, I mean, it was awe-inspiring how big he is. It's not just that he's big, which we all know, 6'5", 6'6", whatever the yeah. hell he is. His calves are bigger than all of our thighs. Yeah. It, they're mess. He is a monster of a yeah. human being. But also, There's the reason he ran not, through entire defenses. In the SEC. <laughs> but you can see his size when you're next to him. You, I think you get a false impression that, oh, he was a quarterback. So he's not going to be this big, tough, strong guy. It's like, man, he ran for a thousand yards in the SEC. Yeah, he, and he, he's stronger than anybody you've ever met, ever. He's a like, monster. He so that that's just crazy to try to start a fight with somebody like that, thinking, oh, he's a court. Like Peyton Manning would whip the crap out of almost everybody that challenged him. And Peyton Manning isn't a tough guy, right? But he's six five, two fifty. Yeah, well, I don't know if he's two fifty, but he's six five. He's a big dude. Well, just think about Brad Johnson when you guys you guys had yeah. him on the show the other yeah. day. Brad Johnson's a huge human he, being. Yeah, he's a big, like, big dude. In the real world of normal human beings, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a monster. Yeah. No, I, now Filipowski <laughs> bum rush that guy. <laughs> just bum rush him. Start be crying in the arms of his walk-ons. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here! Like he's on. Oh, that was crazy. No, like he's in a battlefield. You're right. To Ira's point, though, and I, this happens every time I've ever been down on the field for an NFL game or anywhere close to it. You, you, you get hooked up and go. If you have friends anywhere in the NFL and they can get you down on the field, do it. Because you won't believe the smallest guys are huge. They're, they're, they're nobody on that field. When you and Jeff, you played, you played college football, but not but like, like the NFL. When you see is, those guys. Oh I mean, God. it's just like a what planet but are they Roy from? Dell Williams plays a skill position. He's a running back. He's, he's one of the smallest monster. guys on Florida State's team, and he would. I mean, if you saw him without your, his shirt on, and I hope I get to one day. <laughs> we know you, you do. We, we, we know you do, on, man. That's why it's you're, shocking you're getting married. It's yeah. really impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to wear a shirt? I'm going to wear I don't a vest and no shirt. A, a vest and no shirt. Yes, that's what I'm going to uh, do. No, but it's true. When you go to a game like that and you and you see somebody like Cam Newton, you're like, man, this is a whole other level. This is yeah. the, this is there's big and then there's that. Imagine like an undersized linebacker trying to tackle that dude. And that was the thing that was what always drove me nuts about Tebow is like, oh, he just ran over Geno Hayes. Yeah, he's like 20 pounds bigger he's than bigger Geno than Hayes. Hayes yeah. I mean, that's not those quarterbacks like that are not. Normal quarterback. Chris Long. Well, Florida State's got one. Florida State's yeah, got they one. Do. Yeah, they do. You're right. Chris Long told a story, Howie Long's son, who Chris Long was obviously really good in the yeah. NFL, second pick in the draft, all of that, right? 
Chris Long told a story that the first time he hit Cam Newton, he thought he had him sized up. Cam didn't realize he was coming. He was coming off the edge, and he had him. He was going to hit him right in the middle of the back, and he hit him, and Cam didn't move. <laughs> Chris Long is huge, and he like yeah. hit him and bounced off, yeah. and was sitting there like, well, "That's not normal." Yeah. I just hit. I'm 265 pounds. <laughs> Corey, real quick, during the last break, we're talking about malls and how we lived at the malls when we were, we're middle kids, school. Yeah. And- was there a mall in Atlanta? Like, did you have it a mall? Had to have been a big time mall. No, in fact, Gwinnett Place Mall is where I would go to, and that's where they. It's it's not a thing anymore, but that's where they shoot Stranger Things. All the mall scenes right. and Stranger really? Things yeah. was shot at the mall I went to as a kid okay. and a teenager. So when they redid it, I was like, it's kind of live, reliving my teen years because it was Gwinnett Place Mall again. So yeah, hmm. we all we all had that. But I had good a, for we had us. We all got to name our malls today on the show. Yeah, I brought up Tyrone Square. 163rd Street Mall was, uh, There's was yours. mine back there. Of course, I would not recommend it, right? if you happen to be in South yeah. Florida. Don't swing by. Don't, don't swing by 163rd Street they Mall. They didn't even name it. They just don't, gave it a street. Don't. <laughs> don't like PS 182. Or if something. you're driving by, don't slow down. Just keep it moving. If you happen to be on, they're waiting well, for you at the 163rd Street Mall. Mall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, "Come on down here, I told you to swing on by. Come on <laughs> in not. at the 163rd." There's a shooting every other day. All right, I think we're done. I think we'll just play a lot of music here. Good job, Corey. Hey, I'll see you wedding. at your I, wedding. I'll see you guys on Saturday for the big day. So, what, right. what time am I allowed to get there, Corey? Can I get there early? Start having a few. Yeah, you can. I, I think the festivities <laughs> start at 6. You can yeah. get there at 3.30. Yeah. Can, you can tailgate. The uh, games are going to be on. Is it really five hours? And then the after party? What? Yeah, it's 6 to 11. This thing, man. We should have been yeah. in training for this wedding. <laughs> well, I, I, be- I had a good time in Vegas. I'm ready to go. All right. I'm, I'm geared up. Ira, you and I oh, can do some, Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to live stream. Do you have any rules against live streaming? No, you can do whatever you want. In fact, for some parts, I want all your phones out taking video. Yeah, and then make sure when you give the speech thanking us for being there, we'll secretly record that one and release it on the internet, like kids today in the locker room. I'll record myself doing it. There there you go. Perfect, perfect. Good job, Director, as always. Goodbye, Corey. Goodbye, Ira. Goodbye, everybody. We appreciate you. Be well. Peace.